You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeninginkingston.com. We have some more movie news uh, to kick off the show this week, Taylor, um, just because I thought, hey, that was kind of fun to kick it off last week. Then we'll do the same this week, though. This this I will tell you this week, it's less fun. It's not good. Is, news. It, is it Will Smith? It's Will Smith. <laughs> uh, and and uh, there's more, though. There's also Ezra okay. Miller. Yes. We're gonna yeah. Talk about. Um, yes. And then we've also got some fan questions also about kind of movie news, sort of all along the same vein of like people doing crazy bad or weird stuff right so that's going to be our theme to kick the show off so a little bit a little bit less exciting than our crow news last week but nonetheless entertaining i guess it's kind yeah, of entertaining. I, it makes me wonder mike is it time to bring back not a great plan it might be like it might i think it's i think we're getting we're getting back to things enough that i, I think maybe not a great plan should make a debut return maybe in may we were just talking about kind of before the show, what, what the rest of our month looks like. I'm thinking maybe when we kind of bring things back, there's going to be a starting anew and kind of fresh in May. Maybe not a great plan needs to make its return. Well, you know, with things pretty much, with people just pretending like the pandemic is over. <laughs> just moved have, on. Completely moved done. On, <laughs> they have many more opportunities to behave poorly, which is really the the bread and butter of not a great plan so absolutely you're right and it was a chance for us to make fun of people and have a lot of fun so i i agree let's let's say that the what is it the may may 2nd or may 3rd episode whatever that first week of may not a great plan will make its return great we'll do we'll do some research for that um so in the spirit of not a great plan let's let's hear about some fun stuff that happened um and and let's let's make fun of celebrities um so yeah the the news kind of uh changed a lot over the past week and we finally got some information from the academy we also have a fan question actually that relates to the will smith stuff so as the fan question relates to the news we'll read the fan question so it's actually from josh our inquisitor who says oh hey uh what was your reaction to the will smith both resigning from the academy and then being banned 10 years from all Academy events. So yes, that's the kind of big up, up update of the information. He did resign before. He resigned from the Academy. Um, and then they said he's banned from events for 10 years. And Taylor, I did a little bit of poking. A little <laughs> tiny bit of research. A little investigation. A little, a little investigation, investigation. <laughs> from multiple sources. Just to get to the, to the degree of what that meant. What does the it mean? Yeah, what does it mean to be banned from events? And what it means is he can no, he cannot attend the Oscars for the next 10 years, and he can't attend any event that is sanctioned, produced, or put on by the Academy of Motion Picture. Um, now, he can still be nominated, and he can still win an award. That was going to so, be my question. That was going to be my question. Yes. Just like... He, who cares then? Why exactly? Like, you can't go to the like boring four hour event, but you could still win the award, which gets you the glory. Um, so yes, that that's what I wanted to know too, Taylor. And it turns out he absolutely can still be nominated and win an award. So basically, is meaningless. That's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. But 
you know, Will, uh, 10 years is a long time and Hollywood has a short memory. So I yeah. don't, it's hard to say how long Will Smith's career is going to suffer from this. Quite frankly, I don't think it will be that long because, again, 10 years is long, but Hollywood's yeah. memory is short. But he is um, losing opportunities. Like, I saw that Netflix yeah. canceled a deal. Another movie that was in production was canceled. An actress who was cast in one of his upcoming films has pulled out. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe the Academy was with that dumb ruling it is saying, you know, the industry will essentially self-correct. Like it just, he isn't going to have the opportunities to make movies, which I think maybe in like this year and next year, but like five, six years from now, we're not even going to remember this. Like No. And, and I think like, again, to remember, like the only thing they could have done that would have, I think been significant is kick him out of the academy but he sort of beat them to it yeah by resigning because there's actually only like a handful of people who have ever been kicked out and it's like reserved for like harvey weinstein and bill cosby and like kind of that crowd so definitely Predators. what he did was not on that level let's be clear right i'm sorry slapping chris rock in the face is not on the same level as what those people did so him being kicked out, yeah, okay, then I, I could see the logic of being like, well, it's not as bad as those we kicked out, so why don't we ban him for a period of time, right. 10 years versus a lifetime, it is much less. So, like, I see the logic of it, but definitely when he can still be nominated, when he can still win an award, and he just doesn't have to go to the events, I, yeah. Yeah, I think it means nothing. <laughs> I think nothing will happen. It would have made more sense, like, ban him for five years, no opportunity to win awards. Right, exactly. That would have been, I think, more of a, more of a, like, uh, Just, punishment. a just yeah. punishment. Yeah, um, yeah. My question is, how come they haven't taken his Oscar away? I, apparently they're not going to do that. To me, like, I wouldn't even really ban him. I don't think I would just take this Oscar away. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. would have been what I would do. But and to me, know. that would have been that would have been exactly the end of it. Yeah, I would have, like, I would have, like, I would have been like, "That's it. That's it. You're. We're not going to ban you. We're not going to do anything. But slapping someone, hitting someone, violence in the middle of our public event is not okay under any circumstances. So we're taking your Oscar away. I think that the discussion. punishment fits the crime in that regard. Yeah. And I think for the next couple years, the industry will do its job by not giving him opportunities. And then by the time everyone has forgotten, whether that's right or wrong, I'm not weighing in. I'm not saying, you know, because that's always the the question about canceling people. Like, I'm not going to weigh in on that. I just, I'm just based historically on how the industry works. The fact that Mel Gibson is still getting work, you know, mm -hmm. um, there's a, after a period of time, typically Hollywood forgets and he'll be allowed to make movies. But, you know, in the next couple of years, people will be really cool towards him. Did you see, yeah. Mike, I just saw these headlines while I was waiting for you to send the link. And so I didn't have the opportunity to read them, but there's rumors that he's gone to rehab. Uh, I, I didn't see anything on that. So yeah, I'll have to definitely take a, take a look into that. Um, obviously when like this happened and like he lost control, you could tell there's like issues going on there. Like you could, I you could just tell, was, like, I thought maybe like, Oh, had he had some, I think I had said this, um, 
are people allowed to drink at the Oscars? Because I'm like, oh, he must be drunk. Like a sober person. I mean, I guess sober people do things all the time. You know, you don't have to be drunk to murder people. And yet people are still murdered. But um, it just seems so out of character for him. Yeah. And I think there's a lot going on there. Like he he's obviously like beyond that, uh, his personal life gets talked about like a lot. There's a yeah. lot of issues there. There's a whole big thing going on there. And I think the like dynamic between both of them is so weird. There's weird to begin it with. It is weird. It's weird. And I still think the fact that Chris Rock has kind of made a career making fun of both of them, it like adds to it. Like I do think there's just layers to this yeah. that sometimes get forgotten. Like the, like Chris Rock has, has really uh, both of them really, it's not just, you know, he doesn't target just one of them. Like he, he pokes fun at both of them like constantly. Um, so I think that there's a history there on top of it. I think there's a weird dynamic between the two of them. I think Will Smith clearly has a lot of stuff going on. Again, all of these are like reasons, but to me, they don't excuse it. No, they just like give reasons. Like it, I, I saw, I saw something stupid from someone posted being like, well, this is why men can't talk about their, uh, you know, mental health problems because Will Smith keeps getting this flack for talking about his mental health. And it's like, no, you, if he had just got up there and cried and given his speech and didn't do anything, then, then that's totally fine. You can talk openly all you want. You're not allowed to hit people. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That gives that's <laughs> it a, doesn't matter. That's a disservice to people who have mental health struggles. Because, who don't go around punching people in the face. Yeah, nine times out of ten, more probably. Like I'm not gonna give a statistic, but like the majority of people with struggling with mental illness do not resort resort to slapping people in public. And so, when it does happen, Taylor, which it does, people lose control, things yeah. happen. When it does happen, they still have to take responsibility for it. Like everyone does. Like that's just it's not it's not an excuse. It might be a reason. It might sort of explain why something happened that Will Smith has all this stuff going on, but it doesn't excuse it or justify it. So I just when yeah, I saw that take, I was like, that's not right. That's a like, bad you really, that was a bad you take. Missed, you missed <laughs> the whole point of everything that happened. Um, but again, this is the thing. We talked about it when it first happened. Uh, I'm sure this isn't the last time we'll make fun of it eventually. Uh Privilege, power, and money is protecting a star here. Well, right? that's, There's I think else. he's not. It's going to happen. I, um, we have no idea. At the end of the day, when I said, oh, it was out of character, we don't truly know who Will Smith <laughs> is. But mm-hmm. I don't think, if the rumors are true that he's gone to re- rehab, I don't think it's like drug rehab. I think it's fancy rich people rehab when they're like, I'm going for exhaustion. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. I don't. I mean, or maybe, maybe like, like marital stress or yeah. maybe like maybe it's more mental health. Like maybe it's not necessarily substance, but some other type of thing. But, you yes, know, your PR, your PR so, firm is. You're gonna your go, PR firm. Oh, I see. You're, you're thinking it's one of those is. rehabs. What, like, yeah, like Army Hammer, right? Like, oh, like Army Hammer's rehab. When everything right. imploded. No, this is, yeah, this is a, um, this is an audio show. So no one can see my quotations. I just right. put over Army Hammer's Re- rehab. I yeah, see. Rehab. Yes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I see what you're saying. Too. Like more, but I, I mean, you're right. He obviously, you're obvious. He obviously is under a tremendous amount of stress. Whatever is going on in his life, because a a, a calm, well-adjusted person doesn't do what he did. So, like, maybe maybe he very well. If the rumors are true and he is seeking medical help, like 
it could be for a legitimate reason, but I just and, got the sense it was yeah. PR rehab. And, and guess, and I, and I hope he gets it because it would be nice to, to, for people to become adjusted, to be more happy, to be more yeah. filled, to happy like, and healthy. we want, we may make fun of people, but like, we want everybody to be nice. And I would have liked nothing better than Army Hammer to be the nicest human on the planet and finally get that man from Uncle sequel. But when people do things wrong, they should be punished for what they did. And I just don't think Will Smith has really received any sort of punishment other than the, again, like you were kind of hinting at Taylor, the like buzz online, which again, doesn't matter. The court of public opinion only matters if you let it matter. Um, and sometimes studios and sometimes PR firms and industries will let it matter. Like they will admit, like have that dictate certain decisions. But in this particular case, you know, hopefully he gets some help. Hopefully that happens. But I kind of agree with you, Taylor. I think in a couple of years he'll be making movies again. Oh, yeah. I now think especially because in a sense, and again, I'm not I'm not weighing in whether or not this is right or wrong, but his reputation it, this is kind of like his first defense you know what i mean right of course yeah it's, it's not, not as though like, he has a history of doing this kind of yeah stuff. Yes. so i yeah. think people are i think will smith will get more leeway than other actors that's just my prediction mm-hmm. um so it will be interesting to see i don't now, think this is the death nail for his career that's some right. people are making it out to totally. me Totally. Um, even the court of public opinion has a short, short of memory that yeah. I think people want to admit. People want to think it's very powerful, but unfortunately, uh, we all move on very fast from things. Now, speaking about quick acts of violence and whether or not it's justified, let's talk about what happened to Ezra Miller. Okay, so Ezra and Miller. This, this is not Ezra's first. <laughs> No, so yeah, so Ezra Miller has has kind of an interesting uh, uh, history. Um, uh, for for those people who don't know off the top, like Ezra Miller, like where who the where's heck that name is from? that? Yeah, who who is this person? Um, so they're an actor who I guess most people will probably know them from the Flash and the Fantastic Beasts movies. Um, kind of an up and comer. They've been around for a few years. Um, but I say the Flash is kind of the biggest news and kind of the fallout from this has the most to do with the DC universe um, and and the Flash. So there's been um, quite a bit of news that came out after recently. And sometimes I'm like, is this made up or just piling on or what? About Ezra Miller has had some issues with their onset behavior and things like that. But the thing that just happened, I think March 28th or somewhere near the end of March, um, was that Ezra Miller was... Um, Somewhere in Hawaii, I think. It was like a yeah. bar in Hawaii. Someone was singing karaoke, and, and Ezra Miller shouted obscenities at them, grabbed the microphone from whoever the, the young woman was who was singing, and also they lunged themselves, apparently, at a 32-year-old man who was playing darts. So there was some, some 70s, there was and some attacks, Mike, there was some things going on. I Maybe I misread this, but I think he also later broke into their hotel room. I believe that later... Uh, yes, later, I don't, was it the same people though? Like I thought it was another, like on, on, like later in the evening okay. as, as one does, Ezra Miller broke into someone's hotel room who might've been at the bar, but wasn't necessarily the same person. Got it. I'm not um, sure. So I heard that yeah. that was a different incident, but yeah, anyway, point is, is that, uh, Ezra Miller's now in some trouble and the kind of movie news side of it is, uh, Warner, Warner Brothers 
um, is is kind of putting a pause. They're panicking. They're panicking. There is apparently a meeting about it. I've heard some reports that are not confirmed that they're dropping Ezra Miller from DCU movies. So the the DC movie universe, The Flash. But I have that. That's not confirmed. I just heard they were like putting things on pause for now as they try to figure out what to do because Ezra Miller's been getting into so much trouble recently. Well, um, now right. I just want to say one quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it was last year. Ezra Miller choked someone at a fan yes, meeting. At a fan meeting. Uh, yes, that was last year. Yes. Um, because that was one of the things that happened like post, as we were coming out of one of the lockouts, there was like yeah. an in-person thing. Um, like a and fan so, expo or something. Now, I don't know what that, I don't know what that situation was about, like well, how that happened. But again, sometimes when people are, are kind of all over the place, they just sort of lash out. Um, what I will say is what I found very interesting is I found out what song the young woman was singing at okay. the karaoke I can't that wait. set Ezra Miller off into a direction. And it was shallow from a star is born. <laughs> and that made me go now, hold on here. Are we judging Ezra Miller too fast? Because <laughs> that song, super annoying. People sing it all the time. That movie, super terrible. People sing it all the time. We've had so many of these movies. I kind of understand. Even more so than the, the Will anger. Smith slap thing. Yeah, I kind of understand the anger. Like, if I heard that song, I'd be like, oh, can you just stop? So when I heard that, I went, hmm, interesting. Interesting that that was the song choice. I'm obviously joking. For those I know, of you who I are know. about to add, add For us. For those who take us so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm obviously joking. But I thought that that was funny that that was the, uh, that was the song choice. But we don't know what the fallout will be. Um, in terms of Ezra Miller, because as I said, there's a Fantastic Blues movie opening in like a week or two. Um, and then I know they were slated to do the Flash movie, which was supposed to come out sometime this year, or maybe it was early next year. So I don't, I don't know. I think only time will tell there. Again, I just heard reports like last night that they Warner Brothers was actually going to drop Ezra Miller, but I haven't, that's like not confirmed. Right. I'm just getting Rumor. it from like one source that I'm like, I don't know if this is reputable. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's so in this climate, like our cancel culture climate, I'm surprised that when he choked, when they choked the first person, the studio wasn't like, oh, but maybe they were, the red flags were already going up because they had invested so much. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It is, it is probably like, you know, it was on everyone's mind, but they're like, let's just see how this all plays out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Cancel culture to me is always about like, for want of a better word, like stupider things that don't matter. Um, whereas. It's very knee jerk. Yeah, and it's the and it's like personal. Like right. I think I think Ricky Gervais said it best. Sometimes people are going to be offended and sometimes that's just going to happen because uh, offense is personal. It's about feelings. Right. So it's about you. Not another person cannot tell you what your feelings are. So if you're offended, then you're offended. It doesn't necessarily mean you're right, but you're it's the way you feel. So it's not wrong. Your feelings can't be wrong. So I think that sometimes people react fast and want to get rid of people for things they've said, things they've allegedly said, things they need. These particular situations and the point that I'm trying to make, this is like crimes, which to me is... Yeah, he's different. assault. He's... Yeah. Sorry, I keep using the wrong pronoun. I apologize. They, yeah, they. For those who aren't aware, Ezra Miller is non-binary. So 
they use they, they them. So I yeah, yeah. So I apologize. That's for slipping up. But um, yeah. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, all the things today are, are assault related. Yeah, right. Like, As, assaulting someone, break, breaking and entering, even slapping someone in the face is assaulting. Like those are the things we're talking about. These are like criminal offenses. These aren't tweets from a long time ago that maybe would offend people, maybe don't. And that's up to you. And that, and again, like sometimes we talk about people and we talk a lot, Taylor, about, oh, like, can you watch this person's movies again after these terrible things? Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. And that's okay. That's like understandable. That's, that's up to how you feel. And we're not going to tell you on the show how you should feel or how you should react to things. These things that we're talking about are criminal offenses and need to be handled by our system because yeah. that's what they are. And I don't know if Ezra's what's causing this behavior and we definitely don't want to speculate, but kind of in the no. case of Will Smith, if there's like underlying issues, I hope they get the help they need. Because and Ezra Miller is very talented. Yeah. I've enjoyed their work. Like again, you need to talk about things, Kevin. Great movie. Great movie. That's a fantastic movie. And everything yeah. that, that we want on this show is like, like I said, when we want actors doing great work so we can talk about it. And it would be great if Ezra Miller gets the help that they need in the same way as Will Smith, right? It would just be great. It doesn't excuse any of the action. They should all be punished for the things that they've done. But if they can also get help and come back and be better than before. And have the career that, you know, we hope that they can have because. Because I think Ezra Miller's situation is a little different, Taylor, because of the age gap. Right. Will Smith is quite a bit older. So Ezra Miller, I think, has an opportunity still to really have a career ahead of them. Like, forget about, you know, the, the, you, can, you can move, I think, on from things and get the help you need now while you're still young and then have a, a, have a great life and career. Well, look at Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Although some great people example. still like to hold that against him. Although- but still, I mean, certainly I would say that. Most people would say he's turned his life around. Yeah, unpopular opinion. Mark Wahlberg served, or maybe didn't serve time, but he's made amends. And I think, you know, he's entitled to have a career, right? And he has. So hopefully Ezra can kind of course correct whatever is going on because those headlines, like you said, Mike, are weird. (laughs) They're they're not just assaults. Like the circumstances surrounding the assaults are just odd. It's just a very weird. Like if I was a yeah. if I was a studio head, I would be kind of like, what the like, what are we what are we dealing with here? So I just hope it all works out for the best for everyone. Yes, agreed. Um, I, another piece of news here. Well, not really a piece of news, but more just an interesting thing to, to talk about. And this does relate to another fan question we got. Um, so Kira writes in and wants to know, um, are we going to do a Morbius movie review, <laughs> the new movie starring Jared Leto? Um, and to answer your question, Kira, no, we're not going <laughs> to review Morbius. It looks like garbage. And I think Jared Leto, like, again, where's the cancel culture with Jared Leto? I know. Like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Uh, the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. So the, so Jared Leto is is just a nightmare of a human being. I don't even know. Um, did, so did, so the news that I heard, and th- this you'll like this, Taylor, because I don't know if you heard about Mads Mikkelsen's recent comments um, about, about Jared Leto. No. And, when would uh, they so, have acted together? 
No, they, well, they never, they've never acted together. It's just people were talking about... Um, uh, the, so Mads Mikkelsen is in the new Fantastic Beast movie, yeah. which opens soon. So people were just asking him about um, uh, method actors. Because right. Mads Mikkelsen is not a, a big fan of the method. I think he um, just shows up and hopes he for just, the best. He just shows up <laughs> and his talent just kind of... And he's like, what am I doing today? And then just kind of rolls with it. Um, yeah. But he, he basically um, put method actors uh on blast by talking about how how ridiculous obnoxious he, um, they are probably. how obnoxious yes how obnoxious they are and he i mean i can't say exact i can't quote exactly um but bats mickelson calls method acting bs is basically what yeah he, uh, i can see it. that um and he specifically said you know said just like a movie that just opened with Jared Leto, which is like the Morbius movie, um, which is about like kind of a vampire sort of character. Um, and Mads Mikkelsen was just like, no, it's terrible. It's dumb. They're a mess. Um, and I thought that was pretty funny because well, I also don't like it. <laughs> so I think I saw one headline that Jared Leto like insisted on walking with crutches, like in between takes. Just like, Okay. <laughs> so Jared Leto has done some obnoxious, disgusting, and not appropriate things. Not just things like that are annoying, like walk around on crutches. That's annoying. And you could say, you know, you could say it's insulting to people who have to do that all the time. You could say, what are you doing? Like, it's not research. He's just doing it. But he's also like his interactions with co-stars, some of the things that he's done. Um, I guess because, I mean, again, I hate to say it, I guess because some of the things he's done isn't like super topical right now, but I just don't understand why people put up with. Well, Mike, I would go so far as to say the things that he did to his castmates on Suicide Squad, if normal human beings did that, that would be like harassment like yeah I'm what he did to margot sure, robbie was unacceptable i'm like, pretty sure it's a crime like don't quote me i'm not a police officer not a lawyer we need our we need our uh, a lawyer to be on retainer for us to answer these questions but like the things that like i won't go into explicit detail but there were some condoms that were sent in the mail and i'm pretty sure that would constitute her like elite Illegal. Those are the details. I mean, well, I guess a tiny bit more. But yes, a little bit more. But we're family show, Mike. Yes. Um, But uh, like, I just weird. Like, it's just it's so strange that dead animals. I'm pretty sure he mailed. Like at the time, people were like, "Oh, that's gross. That's gross." But that's Jared Leto for you. Like, what? That's not normal. Like, if someone sent you a dead animal in the mail, you would call the police. Yeah. Like it, and, it would and be it's, like, oh, it's a, it's a joke. It's a practical joke. Like, that's so weird. I think we're doing a lot of great things in society to to work for a better world. I think we're finally holding people accountable for things. I think we're finally showing that you have to educate yourselves on, on the way other people the way other people feel, the way they view the world, trying to, even if you can't fully understand it, try to come to a level of understanding, try to have empathy for others around you. Like, I think we're doing a lot of excellent things. When things like this happens, it's the frustration and hypocrisy of it all. Like, I understand that you can't go around solving everything, but 
there are people who do much less, much less than what Jared Leto has done and are, like you said, Taylor, canceled. They, they, they have to get rid of their social media. People attack them. And I just think it's, it's what, like, they're not given a major, they're not given a major, I know he's not um, a superhero, but it's essentially, he's been given like a major superhero movie. Well, Morbius is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, like it's, it's a major franchise that he could be more, but like that movie looks terrible. I thought the the previews looked terrible. I know the even before the terrible reviews came out, I I was just could tell like this movie looks awful. So there's no way I'm reviewing it. I have like I have no want to go see anything that Jared Leto is in, and I just don't think that that movie looks any good. Yeah, and so, I like vampires, so I was like titillated but there's no way you would like this movie i just i can't horny like it looks horny it looks like a movie that would have come out in the 2000s like it looks you know what i mean (laughs) sometimes we talk about our like oh that movie looks like it would be like 1998 that would be this right right exactly it does it looks like that yeah yeah so anyway Um, sorry sorry to kira Yeah, sorry, Kira, but unfortunately, we uh, we're not we're not going to to do that, or or fortunately, I don't know, um, one of the two. Um, so the, another fan question here. We got one more fan question this week, and I just want to get to this one just because it is kind of funny. Um, so so this this comes uh, from uh, okay, this comes from David. So David wants to know, and this is for you, Taylor. Okay. Um, Taylor, you have got to be all over this new Nicolas Cage movie. I don't know if you've seen any of the previews for the unbearable weight of massive talent. I know you're not a big trailer fan, but you have to review this movie. It's Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. Um, so Taylor, have you heard about this I think movie? I might have teased this when we were doing, like, there was an episode, it might actually be several months for, ago now, where we were talking about anticipated movies that were coming out in 2022. And I had read the synopsis for this movie and thought, yeah, that's a Taylor movie. Is this the one where he's playing himself and he's been hired by some crime lord? And yeah, and it's to- it's um and it's what's his name? Pedro Pascal plays yeah. the the kind of like crime lord, but and he has to go because he's trying to make like he's in debt and he's playing Nicolas Cage, and this guy is like a big Nicolas Cage yeah. fan. So he pays him a million dollars to come like hang out for a weekend or something at his place and that's the entire movie and Nicolas Cage is playing himself yeah I certainly want to see it is there Mike do you know if there's a release date for that yet um not that I've seen I think like I saw one trailer for it but I haven't seen anything I know it's this summer like it's a summer movie of 2022 yeah so it is coming out this summer so rest assured, unlike Morbius, I will be reviewing that one. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we teased this one. It might've been like our year in review episode back in January when we were like looking back at 2021, but looking forward to 2022. So at the time though, I feel like it had a different name because the plot is so familiar to me, but the name seems new, but maybe I'm just... I don't the unbearable know. weight of massive talent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I do vaguely recall you bringing this movie up before. Yeah. Um. So I think it was on your radar beforehand. But yeah, I, I know I saw a trailer for it a couple weeks ago. I haven't. I don't know if there's a new one or if this is the one um, that um, that David is referring to. Um. But it if the movie is coming out this summer, I imagine they've released a second trailer. So it's probably starting to. Um, 
I was just looking. Yeah, I was just looking to see if I could find a release date, but uh, nothing that I found so far. It just Sorry. says summer 2022. Sorry to the fan who wrote in, like, again, several months ago, asking us to stop talking about Nick Cage. No, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> or not apologizing. Um, okay, see, I don't, th- this is one of these live moments, Taylor, I don't know what to do. We did get another fan question that I forgot about. I see it here, but I don't know if I want to address this today because I really don't want to also yell at Ethan Hawke in the same episode that we've been so negative for 30 minutes. What, did Ethan Hawke do something? Okay, well, quickly, very quickly, very quickly. Uh, uh, so this is from Shannon. So Shannon's writing in and says, uh, I, I don't know if you've watched Moon Knight yet, but one of your favorites, Mike, Ethan Hawke is in it. And didn't Ethan Hawke say he would never do a superhero movie? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And yes, I actually did notice that. So I don't know if we remember this. This was a while ago where Ethan Hawke came up with comments like bashing superhero movies. He's another one um, who always says stupid act. He comes yeah. off as so pretentious when And Taylor, he's in a Marvel superhero TV series. So when he says, I won't do the movies, he means, well, wait until they have a limited six episode TV series on Disney+. Plus, and, and the check is big enough. Yeah, the check is big enough. That's the thing. So yes, Shannon, I did notice that. And I was going to eventually talk about it because I have watched a couple episodes of Moon Knight. Yes, Ethan Hawke's in it. Um, Is he like a main character? He's like the villain. He's like the main villain so far. I mean, again, I've only watched a couple episodes, but so far he's the main villain. That's pretty 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 greasy. Like Taylor, he's in half the scenes. I would never do that. (laughs) Timmy, you know, like humans constantly evolve and we make mistakes and we say dumb things and then we go back on our word, whatever. But like you – are a celebrity, everything is public record. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're what so dumb. It must have been a Hawk. big check, Taylor. Like, they must have paid him. Because he's a he's he is a big name, and he does a lot of movies, and he is revered for his acting. Like, a lot of people like his acting. I bet you it was a big check. He kind of rubs me the wrong way. He does. No, I, I, I'm not a big fan of his uh, either. But you're right. People do like him. Like he is acting yeah. a lot. And I'm like, really? I don't know. I could, I'll pass. So how much, like how much Taylor? Like we talked, we sort of talked about this before, how we would like sell screening at Kingston to Disney uh, <laughs> for a certain price. Like how much would it cost? Because like for me, it's not that much money. Like for, it no. must be more though. Like because Ethan Hawke, I imagine he makes quite a bit per movie. Like maybe not to the level of like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was making like $30 million a Marvel movie. So it's probably not like that level, but I bet you he, he like, I bet you it's in the millions that oh, he yeah. would have gotten to do this. Yeah. Like, I bet you it was big. Yeah, he's not a B-list actor. Like, he no. has an A-list actor salary, so I'm sure. And, no, like, he's... you have to be, you must have, you have to have the strongest constitution to turn money down like that. Like, you know, we joke, like, we would sell out screening in Kingston. No question. Like, just oh, like, I'm not even blaming him for like, taking the yeah, money. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Just be careful what you say in the media. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I would yeah, exactly. That. Like, exactly. I would, I would act in a Marvel movie if they <laughs> wrote me a if check. If they could call him, yeah, yeah. If they were like, hey, like, never would they, obviously, but like, and I, I would be in her smell too. <laughs> for yeah, sure. There you go. There you go. Or direct a simple. Favor I would. I would favor. 
I would act with Scarlett Johansson for the right amount. Oh, that's a good one. See, there's a fun game. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> how much money would it take you to get? Though, except it's not that fun because both of us are just saying, "Yeah, we'll do it." Because we're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll take it. But yeah, Ethan Hawke. I mean, whatever. You're right, Taylor. Like you do make a good point. Like people can grow and change their minds and stuff. But didn't he only do this like this comment last year? I think fairly recently, before. like it would have been like within the last year we talked like about it, it on the radio show. So it would have been, so then he made the comment and then months later filmed Moon Knight. But those things also take time to line up. So really it was like he made the comment and then like the next day. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> you went, oh, I said that. Oh, it was a mistake. Where do I sign? Where do I yeah. Sign? So what do you say to Kevin Feige? So Kevin Feige is the producer who basically runs Marvel. And he would be, maybe he's not in charge of casting everything, but he would be definitely involved in, like, the big names coming on board. So what do you say to him? Like, isn't that an awkward, like, conversation? I don't think he would care. Again, it's all about money making. Like, oh, you said that? Oh, it's all water under the bridge. Just, like, who is it who it's Scorsese, right? Yeah. Who, like, is always bashing um, Marvel Mm -hmm. in the... I'm sure... If all of a sudden Scorsese had a change of heart, I don't think Marvel would bend over backwards to be to work with him. You know what I mean? I don't think they would make him awful (laughs) at all. They're not not turning him down. If Martin Scorsese was like, I have an idea for a superhero movie, they'd be like, great, here's here's like $200 million budget. So it was probably the same with Ethan Hawke. They're like, (laughs) yeah, and we're on record on this show. We do not blame them for taking it. Like, again, it's a smart move. Like, if you're Ethan Hawke, make all this money and then go do what you want. Like, pull a yeah. Robert Pattinson, right? Like, do that if that's what you're trying. Just don't publicly bash it then beforehand. Like, don't, like, don't act like you're above it is kind of... You mind. have to be so... I mean, we say horrible stuff on the show all the time, but that's because we're nobodies. But, like, you have to realize that when you're in the public eye, like, do these people... They do have publicists, but they just don't listen to them. I don't know. Like They must not listen to them. They, they just must don't. Not, yeah. Shouldn't at this point, like, aside from, like, people like Martin Scorsese, because, like, who cares? You know what I mean? He's so established. He can do whatever he wants. But these actors, like, don't say anything about Marvel. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you I bet you anything publicists are telling actors yeah, that. Don't. Like, every time one of these things happens, can you just stop talking about, like, just don't mention it. Don't bring it up. We'll try to make sure no one asks you questions about it. But just stop. Just Because like, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a career killer. If you don't, don't say but. anything about Will Smith. Don't, yeah. like... Don't yeah. comment on anything, any current scandals, but they don't care. They'll just beak off. It's funny. Anyway, we, we have to move on and we do have to talk about movies. I just thought it was funny how even Daniel Radcliffe was asked about the Will Smith thing. <laughs> like, it's like we, we go to everyone and then finally, like, someone asked Daniel Radcliffe about it. And his quote was, was something like, oh, I'm just kind of sick of talking about it, actually. that's all everyone wants to talk about it happened like it happened a couple weeks ago but it feels like it happened like yesterday like a year you know it's always happening yeah very funny um but anyway we we do have to move on thank you to to our fans there for writing in to to uh, josh and shannon kira and david and um all our fans for for writing and stuff thank you uh definitely keep sending them in and we're always happy to address any questions or thoughts you have screening in kingston at gmail.com or go on our website uh, screeningandkingston.com get get a one of the form fillables send us in your questions 
I'm happy to address anything. We want to review some movies, though, before we get to the end of the show, because that's what we're here to do. Who um, knew? Sometimes. Who knew that but was Some weeks. <laughs> some weeks we don't. <laughs> but some weeks we get to it. Um, we each saw a, a new movie that just came out, one on streaming, one in the movie theaters. So, Taylor, why don't, you, why don't you start by talking about another movie I've never heard of, I Want You Back. I want you back. So the never, never heard of this. When the, you text the trial, <laughs> the trial of streaming movies. I do, in a sense, feel bad for streaming platform executives because they do make this content and then no one has ever heard of it, right? So like, yeah, that's, that's too but bad. Taylor, isn't it the marketing machine though? Like you could do a better job of yeah, getting like a YouTube things out there. Trailer, sure. Like, um, I don't know. So anyways, this is an Amazon original. So um, and it came out, uh, I want to say March 2022. So it's like a new one on uh, Amazon Prime. It's a rom-com. Bit of an odd <laughs> cast. Um, Jenny Slate, who I know her best from Parks and Rec. Uh, and then Charlie Day from... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. All the, right. Okay. Are the romantic leads. So um, not my, that wouldn't be where my mind goes to first <laughs> when it comes no. to a rom-com. Oh, I, I was under the impression that, um, uh, you know, Jane the Virgin was in it. Um, yes. Yeah. So she's in it too. Oh, she's in it. Okay. And then Scott Eastwood. So that's kind oh, of. Oh, Scott Eastwood. Okay. The premise essentially is. Charlie, Charlie's character is dating Gina Rodriguez. And then. Oh, is that her? You're right. I, I, I thought her name was Gina, but I could. Yeah, Gina. <laughs> and then Jenny Slate is dating Scott Eastwood. And then at the very beginning of the movie, they break up. And then um, the two main characters, Emma and Peter, kind of meet by happenstance and befriend each other because they find out that they both got dumped. And the premise of the movie is that they're going to help each other win back their exes right but it's a rom-com so you know shenanigans ensue of course um there's a manny and i'm gonna mispronounce his last name i apologize jack into he's from the good place is also in it he's kind of the, the another new boyfriend that um gina ends up dating so anyways okay. uh <laughs> it's like it was okay. Like I, I told Mike before we started um, recording, like, oh, I won't have a lot to say. Like, it was fine. Um, there were moments where I did laugh and there were some pretty good scenes. Um, the chemistry between Charlie Day and Jenny Slate is pretty good, even though it's kind of, in my opinion, unconventional casting. Like I wouldn't have thought they would go together, but they did have good chemistry um, throughout the movie um it was just okay right like mm. it was like another addition to the rom-com uh canon i guess you could say it was um heavier on the comedy than the drama because sometimes even with a rom-com there's a there's a lot of dramatic moments like there were like moments of tension or whatever but Ultimately, it is a rom-com, so you don't need to worry too, too much. Um, it's, like, a fine movie for an afternoon. To be honest, like, I was trying to think, like, okay, like, is this worth a stream? For me, this is an airplane it. 
Oh, really? Like, okay. And there's a lot of um, airplane, airplane themes in the movie. So oh, really? it would okay. make it quite appropriate for the airplane, <laughs> but it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, um, Dan was kind of dropping in and out as I was watching it. And at the end, he said it was, you know, it was okay, but like, they didn't really have to make it. You know what I mean? Like the story didn't necessarily need to be told. It was you could watch an old rom com. You didn't need to watch a new one and watch this that's one, funny. if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, that's my review. The I want you back, but that's kind Just, of um, they didn't have to make it. They didn't have to make it, but it was fine. It was okay that they did, but they didn't need to. Mm. But that's the problem with streaming. They they do often feel like made for T te- like it's just like B movies, you know what I mean? It's either like right. the movie is really, really, really high caliber good, or it's just kind of like, okay, very forgettable. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I do know what you mean. And that that's it's too bad because some very interesting things do come out on streaming, but sometimes I think we as a group just kind of are like, oh, streaming movie. It's well, probably like, not going to be good because there's just so many of them. Yeah, like, it makes sense that you have never heard of this movie. And it's kind of, it is a little bit too bad because, like, they are more or less household names that are in the movie. Like, I I don't know if I would go so far to say that they're A-listers, but, like, they were all more or less recognizable. And so you kind of feel, mm. you feel bad for the actors <laughs> that they made this movie that very few people are going to see. So... Right. Anyways, next time you're on an airplane, put on I Want You Back. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so speak, because you mentioned, because Jenny Slate, you mentioned, is one yeah. of the leads. And Jenny Slate was also in the movie I saw. Oh, so well, good for her getting her paycheck. Um, yeah, get, getting getting her paycheck. And now this movie was quite different, though. So I, I saw everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, it is... Uh, it is... One of the strangest movies that I've seen. Well, let me let me actually qualify what I'm about to say. It's one of the strangest movies of a sort of mainstream release movie that I've seen in a while. There's lots of obscure, um, smaller movies that don't quite get the same uh, hype as this one. Um, this was one of the strangest mainstream movies that I think I've seen. Uh, and it was in, in theaters, in right? And it was in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Um, it so it, it for those of you who don't have heard anything about it, um, it's basically it stars Michelle Yeoh, um, who is playing kind of just an unassuming Chinese immigrant who gets swept up in this wild world of a multi universe. So the idea and premise of the movie is every little action that could be taken. Every decision that you make, every little thing you do could actually stem off into multiple directions. And that makes wild different universes that exist. Sliding doors with Gwyneth. Sliding doors. Yeah. It's very (laughs) much, it's very much exploring that if you could jump between universes. Um, So there's a little bit of that going on in it. And it's just from, from start to finish, it gets, it gets wilder. It gets crazier um, and it gets a little more absurd as it goes. I just, I have to say this was just so entertaining. It, it hit all the right beats that you want. It was funny. 
It was heartfelt. It did a really good job of explaining what was going on. Is it like a comedy? Really, it's not. So it is. Like, it's very funny. But I would, I would say it's more of an action adventure with a comedic twist to it. Like, there's a lot of comedy that comes out of it, but it's more so an action adventure. Um, and the stakes do feel kind of real in the way that they've set it up. Like, they really... They really focus on Michelle Yeoh's character and the life that she's building and her family. And you really get to see that kind of fall apart around her. Um, Like the cast is phenomenal. Like it really, again, it really focuses on her family. So she has a young daughter named Joy. Um, She has, who's like a teenager now. Um, She's got um, her husband and then her, her father, her aging father, um, who's who's living with them so it's kind of about the four of them and and they're getting ready they own a laundromat and they're getting ready to throw a big party for chinese new year where they invite all of the people who use the laundromat like all of their like normal clients get to come to this party and so it's about them trying they're at the same time they're being audited so they're being audited and they're trying to set up this party and then suddenly she's contacted by someone in a different universe that there is a danger and that only she can help them um, and again, she's just very just unassuming woman who like wants nothing to do with this and gets she's sort like, of dragged. I just want to plan my party. Basically, that's what she says. She's like, I don't have time for you. That's when when the when he comes and like you know it's like this gives this dramatic speech of like we need you to save the multiverse and stuff. She's like, I don't have time for you. Like you you can come back another day. Like I'm busy. <laughs> she just like doesn't want to do like have anything to do with it. So it's um it was yeah it was a great great movie it's not for everyone it does get a little obscure it does get a little strange like the different universes is a little odd it can be a little out there there's a few things that are like kind of for shock value uh in in like gross humor or things that happen that are a little bit out there um but i i have to say like we see a lot of movies that are based on things that are that are kind of um, from comic books or from books or from this, that, other. this is an original movie written by the two directors, um, Dan, uh, Dan Kwan and Daniel, uh, Chenette, I think is how you say his name, um, are the two directors, co-directors and co-writers. Like they wrote it together. Good for um, them. and they, they directed it together and it's like a phenomenal cast, um, it's got some amazing cameos. Like, as I said, Jenny Slate's a cameo. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has a hilarious role in it. She, she's the auditor. She's always fun. She, yes. <laughs> and she's just great. She's, she's really always, She always fantastic. means keen. You know what I yes. mean? <laughs> and she, Taylor, I, like, uh, like I haven't seen in a while, she goes for it in this movie. Like, she's just out there. She, she does a fantastic job. Um, there's tons of people that you recognize as cameos, but those are kind of some of the main ones. Um, and as I said, the, the whole family um, is great. And so Michelle Yeoh, um, her husband, is played by the same actor who played um, in The Goonies and, the, and was the, the kid in Indiana Jones. Like Indiana Jones' little buddy, has he and he's acted, all grown up. Has he acted not, as not much? <laughs> no. If so, like his credits are not are not. I didn't even know it was him till the end of the movie. Right, he wasn't on like, like IMDb. I, yeah, like I had to. I had to look him up. Like, who is this guy? Like, I've never seen him before. He was such a main part. Um, but yeah, Goonies, Indiana Jones. He was fantastic. Like again, they were all great. 
um, the, um, the woman who played uh, her daughter, Joy, who was in something, I can't remember off the top of my head, but she was in something that I recognized her in. Um, and and uh, uh, Stephanie Chu, um, she was fantastic. Uh, James Hong, who you will recognize his voice. He is, a, he is an actor who's been in like tons of cartoons. He's right. done other things, but you would recognize that voice. Like he's just voiced like everything over the past like 15, 20 years. Um, they all four of them were fantastic. Like four amazing performances. Um, I'm, a, I'm kind of surprised this movie came out when it did because, you know, maybe they just feel like this type of movie never gets awards uh, pedigree, but the way it was directed and put together and the original writing and Michelle Yeoh's performance, like I, I, to me, this was a high quality movie. Mike, like, I haven't. I, I was like, this is fantastic. I had not heard about this movie until Nicole, fan of Taylor, fan of the show, texted me this this morning at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. did, all capitals, you, see, all capitals, everything, everywhere, all at once. And I said, I have not. And she said, I can't wait until you do. But that's, that's, that's the name of this movie, right? Everything, yes, everywhere, and, all at once. I have not heard of this. This, this definitely, I think, is a movie you would like. I think this is a Taylor movie for okay. sure because it's, 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 um, it uses comedy in a like a very effective way. Yes, like, it, and it breaks tension when it should. Right, it doesn't undermine the action. You feel, you feel because I think because the acting is so strong, you feel the weight of everything going on. Um, it's just also funny. Like, it's also very funny. The comedy is very good. Um, the performances are great. This movie is definitely not for everyone. Like it's the type of movie that I would say this is like a diet Tyler Vance movie where (laughs) most people will enjoy it. Yeah. Tyler Vance light, if you will. Um, where most people I think will enjoy this movie, but it is still a bit out there and I could see people thinking, ah, that was like, it was a little too weird. It was a little too out there. The humid land for me. I could see that. I could understand that. Um, for me, I'm giving it a see it because it was so good. Like to me, like it was so entertaining. It was so interesting. It was definitely weird, but the quality of the movie, the original storytelling, the quality of the acting to me does make up for some of the moments where I was like, okay, that's like not really funny to me. And I don't right. really get that, but like whatever, one or two moments of really weirdness made me, you know, made up for it with the rest of the movie being being so well done um so yeah i i was completely shocked i didn't know what to expect going into this movie and i thought they absolutely nailed it like they did such a good job um with with this film so it's a real credit to this directing and writing duo um i hope they do do more um it was very creative it was very original um it was really nice to see this cast together. Like it was very, it was very well done. Michelle Yeoh is always amazing. Um, I think so. Yeah. To, to me, it's a see it and definitely Taylor. I think you should check it out. I very think it's cool. a movie for sure. Cool. Um, so there you go. That's uh, everything everywhere. All at once is a see it. And I want you back airplane it though. Technically because it is always the end. Like we have airplane it, see it, stream it, skip it. Technically, we could add a new one that they didn't have to make it, 
Um, <laughs> a Dan category wasn't necessary. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't necessary. Didn't <laughs> you have know, to that, make that it. Could, we could have been. didn't have to make. But anyway, we'll stick with airplane. We will. Um, we will. Categories. So it was fine. Through. Okay, guys. Like that's it's fine. You know that that is its own category too. But that's to me. That to me, that's, that's exactly what airplane is supposed to be. Where it's in between a stream it and a skip it, where it's like it's fine, throw it on while you're Whatever. cleaning, throw it on while you're trying to distract yourself, throw it on while you need to kill a couple hours on the airplane. Like to me, that's exactly where this movie sits then, because yeah. it's just there. Um, real quick announcement for people uh, for next week, just so everyone knows, we're not going to have a new episode next week um, with Easter weekend and. and Taylor's got some things going on. I was going to to find someone to do a show, but then I just decided we've got Tyler Vance coming on at the end of the month to do his episode for winning our Oscars pool. We've got a bunch of things planned for May. So I just thought, let's take the week off. Um, for you CFRC listeners, we will have some cool stuff on there. Because as, as you know, um, listening to the show, some of the, sometimes we put extra podcasts and stuff out there that never end up on CFRC. So we will have something new for you, our radio listeners, next week. Um, but for the podcasters, it would all be kind of older stuff. So we're going to take the week off on the podcast next week, and then we'll be back the week after, um, which is January. Or sorry, January, April twenty sixth. <laughs> Talk about different um, uh, multiverses there. My yeah, point. multi event January, um, <laughs> April twenty sixth. We'll be back with Tyler Vance's episode. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up, so we'll announce that after Easter, after the break, we'll put out a bunch of stuff about that. Tyler Vance's episode will be at the end of the month, and then first week in May, we'll kind of uh, look back at all the new movies that I'll have seen by then. Because I know I'm going to go out and see a bunch of movies in the next couple of weeks, because there's, there's a couple things opening I want to see, and we'll do kind of a recap show to kick off May as summer movie season begins. It's going to be well, exciting, too. I'm planning on watching Jesus Christ Superstar, so... <laughs> I could give you didn't, a little. Didn't we say we were going to do an episode on that at some point? Though? Maybe it's my favorite musical, so I would. I love thought we it. talked about doing that, and then I guess we just never. It did. Did. This it would have been a good time, actually. Would have been a good Easter episode. <laughs> Maybe next year yes. we'll do. Uh, Maybe Jesus, next year. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we'll, we'll try to remember. But anyways, go see some movies. Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishabi peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC Podcast Network.